hey, hey, welcome to the Lifestyle Creation Podcast, designing life on your terms. I'm your host, Jamie Thurber, and I'm an expert operations manager, productivity queen, mindset, business, and lifestyle coach. Basically, getting shit done is my jam. And I believe in the power of intentional living and in real conversations that can shift your perspective, create habits, and ultimately achieve the freedom that you want in every area of your life. Now, I know that might sound a bit airy-fairy and magical and too good to be true. Well, it is pretty magical, but trust me, this is a place for real conversations, for real people like you that can use things like that right now to change your life and maybe create a little magic of your own. There's no bullshit here. It's not how I roll. So if you're down to talk about real things, well, all of the things, then this is the place for you. What's up, guys, and welcome back to the podcast. I know that that probably sounds pre-recorded because I say it at the beginning of every single episode, but that's just kind of the way that I start things. I think about it, um, live stream videos, all of that. That tends to be the way that I open up any of my content (laughs) for whatever reason. So, nope, not pre-recorded. That's just what originally comes out of my mouth when I start recording. So there's that. But I hope you guys are doing well. Thanks for joining me back here yet again for another episode. Today, I wanted to talk about the battles, the struggles, the fights. And we're going to hit this from a couple different angles. But the, the big thing is, is that I want you to do some thought about dropping the battle. To approach everything that comes at you like a battle is a choice. To approach everything that comes at you as a challenge versus a battle is a choice. Challenge, because maybe what you're doing is difficult. Maybe it's stretching your limits. Maybe it's out of your comfort zone. So it can be defined, you know, as a challenge, but that doesn't have to be a bad thing. So I think it's important that you choose words that fit well for you. So if challenge still feels really overwhelming and like gross to you, then you find a different word. And we're going to talk about, you know, especially or specifically why here in a minute. But, you know, somehow along the way, it seems to have become really popular to talk about your struggle. You know, at first, I think it was just a joke, like the struggle is real, like people would be being you know, silly, like the first world problems, you know, the struggle is real, making jokes. But then it became this thing where a lot of people have planted their flag in a place of talking about their struggle, using that word, or talking about the battle or the war, and we're going to war, and we're warriors, and we're strong, you know, and we can make it through everything if you approach every single day like a battle. Well... If you approach every single day like a battle, it's going to be like a battle, dude. And what is a battle like? A battle is hard, dangerous, negative, gives you anxiety, gives you fear, leaves you unprotected. There's a lot of things that come along with the idea of the battle, the idea of the war. I remember several years ago, I was sitting sitting down to, to lunch with a friend of mine that I had never met in person, but we had met, you know, how to create a relationship um, online. We were just sitting there, you know, chit-chatting about different things. And uh, he said to me, if you step into every day like it's a war, you're going to get war. If you approach everything like a battle, it's going to feel like a battle. What if everything didn't have to be a battle? 
What if you shifted your shifted your perspective? You know, and all those years ago, that like really hit me hard. And I think that it's one of those things that I have grown, I've built on that one statement over and over and over again throughout the years and gotten to different levels of what it can truly mean in your life. And now it's something that I honestly, I've written several blog posts about it. I just shared on Instagram and Facebook the other day about it. And it's just something that I feel like a lot of people need to hear because it became really cool to battle and to go to war. And, you know, I think that it also has come to this place of if you don't approach everything like a battle or a war, then that means you're weak. That means you're not going to make it. That means you're going to crumble into a million pieces. And the truth is the people who are telling you to wage war every day or the people who are telling you to go to battle every day, the same thing is going on with them probably. I'd be willing to bet if I was a betting a betting girl I would be willing to bet that that's the same thing. Without that war, without that battle, without the shield and the sword, a lot of things would crumble. And so the truth is, like, is that really strength to begin with? So one of the places, and you guys have heard me talk about this a million times, is I truly believe in building the foundation. I think building the foundation is extremely important. Have a steady foundation um, is very important. If you haven't listened to the episode um, that's the sink versus the well, I highly recommend going back and listening to that. I'll link it below. It talks a lot about this in detail, but one of those pieces too is like, if you really want real growth and a really firm place to stand where if you dropped your shield for a minute, everything around you wouldn't crumble, it comes from learning how to approach things in a different way where it's not a battle, where you don't have to wield your sword every single time something comes at you. Do you want to have the capability to do that? Sure, absolutely. Like I, um, it's I can't remember who says the said the proverb, but a coach of mine years ago, you know, brought to my attention. You're either would you rather be a warrior in the garden or a gardener in the war? And that means that you're preparing, right? Like you're preparing your mind, your body, your business, your household, your family, everything to be able to withstand storms and earthquakes and challenges as they come at you but that doesn't mean that you are doing that in a way of jumping into the ring every single day i think that there are some really great quotes out there that talk about you know i don't want to hear your opinion if you're not down in the ring every day fighting the same battle i'm fighting the the point of that and i just completely butchered that quote but like the ground that stands on, I totally get. I totally agree with. Like basically what that means is don't the opinions of people that aren't doing what you're doing shouldn't matter and don't let that be something that stops you. But the truth is is that I mean, if we want to go a step further, the opinions of people shouldn't shouldn't affect you anyways, but they do. It happens, right? So, but, but when you listen to that statement about the arena, that's what it is, which is funny because I'm actually writing a book about the game in the arena. Hint, hint, it's in the, it's in the works. I think that, you know, that, that statement is beautiful, but I think it's taken out of context. What I mean by that is I think that people then are like, yeah, I'm going to war every day. I'm jumping in the arena and I'm punching people in the face and I'm taking, taking punches and blah, blah, blah. And here's the deal. It might feel that way sometimes. At the end of the day, 
you might feel super defeated. <laughs> Let's talk about the emotional roller coaster that comes with being an entrepreneur. My lord, if I if I ever knew that I was going to feel every single emotion in like I don't know, an hour period, <laughs> I'm not sure. I don't know. I never thought that was a thing. I never knew it was a part of building this business and a brand and doing what I do, but I think that most people can relate that that definitely comes with the territory. Um, but it doesn't have to be a bad thing and it doesn't have to be a struggle. I think that the truth is, is that at the end of the day, if you're still standing, that's a win, right? Like that's a good thing. You should be very proud of yourself. You should take a deep breath and sink into your bed and allow yourself to rest and start another day tomorrow. The thing is, is that, like I said, just because sometimes it feels like you're, you've been taking punches all day, that doesn't mean that you were in, you have to look at it as a battle. Um, so the language, let's go, I kind of went on a tangent there for a second. Um, <laughs> the language, like your words matter. My friend Catherine told me that a long time ago. She was like, words matter. And I was like, and it, and it hit me really deeply because she's right. You know, if you're not using the proper word to describe whatever it is that you're wanting to describe, you're not going to get your point across properly. And then if you, when I've gone, since I've gone down my path of intentional living, of being very, very authentic and like the true sense of the word, very, very focused on my own personal growth and being the best type of human that I can be, you know, manifestation, law of attraction, all of that. Words are so important, so important. They have each have a frequency. They each have an emotion attached to them. They each have a vibe. They each have kind of like a little frequency of their own, right? So they make you feel a certain way whether you realize it or not. They invoke something in you whether you realize it or not. So changing your language around certain things, this is similar to like when we were talking about writing our reality in a past episode, Um, changing your language around things is a massive game changer. So instead of saying it's a struggle, you can say it's a challenge or it's a hurdle or it's a learning experience, right? Um, Instead of saying it's a battle or a fight, you can talk about, you could say problem because sometimes it is a problem that you get the opportunity to then find a solution, um, which to me should be a great thing. It should be definitely something that you feel good about and that you take on as a prideful, in the good sense of the word, thing for you to put your energy into is solving a problem. You can also say, you know, instead of battle or fight, you could say hard times. Because the truth is, is that we have hard times. We have tough situations that we have to deal with and we have to see through. But I'll tell you what, when I walk in and I'm ready for whatever it is, and but I'm not going in like you know, guns a-blazing, that's when I'm able to sort through whatever that problem may be, whatever that hard time or that um, tough situation might be. I feel very equipped in those moments and I'm able to diffuse it in such a faster way. And so when I say diffuse it, what I mean is, think of, okay, let's think about this. If you're going into a situation and you see this tough spot, if you're able to go in clear-minded, and calm and be grounded and protected in your own body and look around and evaluate the situation and do the actions that you feel are you know appropriate to handle the situation you're able to diffuse something that if you approach it with a different mindset could have exploded in your face and most likely would have exploded in your face causing damage causing time lost causing all kinds of different things 
So if you are more focused on the problem solving side and that type of the experience, then it becomes a lot, I don't wanna say easier, but I should say like it becomes more simple to have less completely damaging situations happen to you or things that are constantly knocking you back on your ass. You know, I've always had this like can-do spirit, not to sound hokey, but it's true. And, you know, I like I just recorded a video the other day about, you know, this mindset of, I don't know, but I'll figure it out. Well, there used to be, an, that used to be accompanied with, I'll figure it out. And I would kind of have some raginess around it, right? Where I would be battling, I would be going to war or whatever you want to call it. And that didn't serve me. It left me exhausted all the time. It left me with my freaking guard up all the time. It left me focusing on things that were not serving my own personal growth and really weren't serving my strength. If anything, it starts to turn the other way around. If you're constantly on the defense and you're constantly, you know, have that shield in hand all the time, you miss out on a lot of things. And then your actual growth doesn't expand because all you're doing is fighting off or choosing to, to see everything as something you have to fight off. So that actual true, true, sense of strength that we all have inside of us never has the chance to flourish, never has the chance to actually see the light of day because we're really not allowing it to because our focus is elsewhere. Anyway, back to that comment of, you know, I'll figure it out. Well, that's just, that's the key. When something presents itself to you that you would in the past have called a battle, a struggle, a fight, now you look at it as, okay, something I need to navigate differently. What am I going to do with this? How you approach that thing that you need to navigate is the key component to really truly having, it's a lifestyle creation thing, it's an intentional living thing, it's a, you know, lessening the dramatic or turmoil or bad feeling around whatever that situation may be. When you're able to do that and you're able to approach it with a different state of mind, you're going to get a different result, right? And so if you're going out every day looking for, you know, a dragon to slay, you're going to fucking find one. That's for sure. If you're going out, you might as well just be like calling for them. I don't know what you would use to call for a dragon, but you know, <laughs> you get my point. Basically, if you're going out looking for that battle, you're going to find it. If you're going to, if you go out looking for new clients or a new relationship or to feel really good today or to increase your health or to be inspired to write or paint or create, to, you know, build a funnel, to attract a new audience, like whatever it is, if that's where you're going and you're looking at that outcome, if you're focusing on that thing that you want to create today or you want to attract today versus that thing that you might have to slay, guess what you're going to find? If that, if your focus is new clients, new ideas, inspired to write, whatever it is, that's when you're going to be attracting those items simply because that's where your focus is. And what, you know, like attracts like and what you focus on manifests or shall I say like expands faster than anything else. So I really welcome you to do a little thinking, you know, over the next however many days, you know, as you're kind of going through life, just pay attention and make note to where you're using that language, right? Where, where you find yourself saying things like struggle, battle, fight, even when you're joking around. Oh, I'm going to have to fight this thing. Oh, I'm going to have to battle this, whatever. I'm, this is a struggle bus. How many times people, oh, the struggle is real, the struggle bus. Like if you eliminate that language, even if you are kidding around, it is a game changer because guess what? 
Your subconscious mind doesn't know what joking is. So if you're constantly joking about something, they think, oh, it just programs it and just processes it as reality, as truth, as a comfort zone, as a choice that you're making, as something that's good that we want, right? Because it doesn't know your sarcasm. It doesn't know your jokes. And so it's super duper important that we start to realize the wisdom and the power behind the words that we're using. So if you can, like I said, start paying attention and noticing where you're using those words, even in jokes, you know, another side of that too is like a lot of people, I see them like joking around and I used to be really good about this, or shall I say really bad about this, where we joke around with ourselves as the like brunt of the joke, right? And it tends to be, I think for me, it always felt, didn't feel like I was like accommodating for anything or that it was directly related to any sort of insecurity. But I think in a way, it was me justifying the fact that I was different from other people. But it's in those ways where we say things like, oh my God, I'm so bad at this. I'm horrible at this. Like, I don't computer well. I don't communicate well. People never understand me. It's fine. Oh, that's just the way that I am. Or, you know, I know I'm 10 pounds overweight, haha, it's fine, you know, fat and happy, like those types of statements where we're actually saying the opposite of what our heart feels, or we're saying the opposite of what our desires are, we're saying the opposite of what we really want our realities to be. It's harmful and it's damaging and it prevents us from growth in a really big way. And so one of the things that I did as I used to say like, oh my God, I'm so crazy. I know that sounds crazy, but oh my gosh, I know that's crazy. I know that sounds crazy. And I'm pretty sure it was actually the same friend who made the uh, going to war every day statement to me at one point, several years later said, what if that's not crazy? Like what defines crazy? And I was just like, what? Like, like head, you know, that little emoji with the brain exploding. Yeah, that's my head. And it's like, oh, you know what? I'm not crazy. That's not crazy. The synchronicities that I create and find in my life are not crazy. They're real. The things that I am able to feel and experience and predict aren't weird. They're not crazy. They're real. And when I started to shift that language and stop myself from saying that I was crazy or I was weird, I know this is weird, but this is what I used to say to people all the time, like in my coaching conversations with my coaches, right? I would say, I know this sounds really weird, but X, Y, and Z happened. And like, it was almost like a justification process. But the truth is, is that when we're doing that, we're undermining ourselves. Do you see what I mean? I hope that that makes sense. We're undermining ourselves in the form of, of knowing, of basically confirming that we are crazy. We are weird. That doesn't make sense. When the truth is, that's not really what we believe, nor is that what we want to build within ourselves or affirm within ourselves to be true. So when we are using that, even when we're just joking around, it holds a lot of weight. So if you can start paying attention to that and shifting the energy, it's super important. So one of the things that, you know, like I said, that's one of the big pieces that I did is I paid attention to where those moments were happening or that language was being used so that I could cut it out, basically. I just pictured Joey Gladstone doing his cut it out from Full House. Yep, that's how my brain works, friends. (laughs) If you don't know what that is, look it up. It's pretty funny. 
so that's that's one of the biggest things. I want nothing more than for people to create more ability within themselves, more structure, more stability to really grow and flourish, to really allow themselves to build, right? Like because we're all focused on building and creating, but it's like what if the intention behind that building and creating is what's causing it to feel like those other words, the struggle, the battle, the fights, the war, right? What if the intention just changed and you shifted your language a bit and you walked into each day with a different mindset? You walked into each situation with a different mindset and everybody goes, oh, Jamie, I know that sounds so easy. Must be freaking nice that your life is so simple that you're able to do that. And I just could literally laugh so fucking hard I cried at that statement. My life is not simple. It is much simpler now than it had has been in the past, but that's out of design. That's out of my own personal design and putting a lot of fucking work into it. A lot of work. And it takes a lot of work consistently every day, which, okay, doesn't feel like work to me. It's just part of the grand design of how I want my life to feel. And because I've set up this foundation and had the ability to stay, basically when I say work, it's just to stay on task on the days that I'm on I'm doing air quotes when I'm on (laughs) and then being able to give myself the rest time when I'm off. You know, that is what I mean by by doing the work that allows me to have this more simplistic, um, peaceful, you know, life. And, you know, it comes with a lot of things like if you look back at the boundaries episode and like a lot of those episodes where we talk about clearing space physically, mentally, emotionally, um, all of those things play a part in this. It's all very connected. But the truth is, is that it's all very possible. Like it's not hokey. It doesn't, like I'm not the only one who can create it. You know, I've helped other people, my clients from all different walks of life create it too. And, you know, so when I share this and you think to yourself, well, what if I'm having a bad fucking day and I have to go in and deal with a really angry client or I have an angry customer call or whatever that may be, right? Because that shit happens. And instead of making it feel like a punch, and I'm not saying that it's going to be a pleasant experience, you know, not always, but approaching it and just dealing with it and having the intention that you're going to just show up and listen and do what you can. It's factual as much as you can. Have, keep, keep it black and white and factual and handle it. And then you are able to, to do with that what you need to, whether that's just completely be, move on from it or, you know, maybe you need to, to correct something or whatever based upon whatever the complaint or situation is, then you just handle it and do it. You know, getting all pissy and blaming the other person and flipping the fuck out and letting it ruin your entire day. Like, where is the point in that? There is no point in that. And I'm not saying that I don't have emotions because I have more emotions now than I ever thought was possible. (laughs) Sometimes it's overwhelming. But like if I'm pissed off about something, I just sit in that for a minute and let myself be pissed off instead of being like, oh, no, no, you shouldn't be mad or how do I shift this rage or whatever. Instead, I just sit there and let myself be mad. Sometimes I jump up and down. Sometimes I yell. Sometimes I go outside for a minute, take a bunch of deep breaths, you know, but allowing yourself to experience the feeling without blaming anybody else, without jumping to conclusions, without turning it into an explosion, putting your head back in the game, focused, clear intention, and then you handle business and do what you need to do. There's the difference because a lot of times something, have you ever heard the thing of, you know, make a mountain out of a molehill? That's what a lot of these these war, battle, struggle situations are we procrastinate we over 
commit, we don't stick to our promises, we don't address something when it happens, you know, all this stuff, or, or we don't express what we need to in the moment, so it becomes this big, ugly thing that eventually is going to explode, you know, there's just so many things, or we don't ask for help when we could use it. We don't just ask someone to listen when we need to talk so that we don't feel like we're in our own head and we don't feel like we're spinning our wheels or running in circles. You know, those these are all tools that we all have access to and just a lot of going back to that, I'm so strong, I need nobody mindset. It just doesn't serve as well as the other way does. So here's what I'm going to end this. I have, I was always a very good little soldier. And here's what I mean by that. The majority of my life, my adult life, I should say, until five years ago, probably, roughly five years ago, everything concluded in me handling it, figuring it out solo, taking on all of the responsibilities, holding myself to extreme circum or extreme standards, um, having insane expectations of myself and everyone around me, except for, expe- I didn't expect them to do all the work and, and the things that I was doing. I always was prepared to pick up the slack and did. Um, I didn't express my emotions unless I was super fucking mad. Unless I was back in the day when I was working in the automotive shop, just, I do not enjoy stupid people. I don't think anybody really does, but that stupidity and lack of paying attention would just send me through the fucking roof. Right. And so it's in those moments though, that I now look back and I'm like, man, what a good learning experience it was. But so that's why I wanted to say, like, I was always a good little soldier when something was bothering me. No one knew when I needed something from someone no one knew. And if they did, it was after I held it in for so fucking long that I couldn't stand it anymore. And then it came out like a blubbering crazy mess. And then it was crazy. And, you know, I would create these little mountains out of nothing because I didn't express things properly then. Um, and it was funny. There was just a situation not too long ago where, so I'm going through this process right now of all those emotions that I never expressed and I just kept, you know, basically hidden away. They're all tucked away in, in these cells in my body. And as, and I, they've manifested in my body as pain um, for years now. And now that I'm starting to understand the mind body connection a bit more and how emotions flow through our system a bit more, um, what they do, what they create within our system. Um, I've been working very hard to move a lot of that energy, which is not an easy process, but it's super duper interesting. But as I've been going through that process, it's a very complex conversation, but I wanted to share this one thing. So I had this, I had a couple of experience happen kind of back to back. One was the fact that my boyfriend, he runs a company and he was having to step in 100% to cover for someone for several days. Um, which I, we used to exist in that way. There was a time in our relationship a long time ago, our first time we were in a relationship where that was what we both did. We constantly worked. We were both building. We were both in building processes basically. And so it was really normal for us to not communicate the way that we do now then. And so I had prepared myself for that when I knew he was going to be spending the week working that way. 
I basically convinced myself that because that's what we were going to do and it was old, you know, old news to me, like, I know how to do this. I'm really good at being that girl. I didn't express what I needed from him, which is minimum. I don't need a lot from him at all, actually. Um, but there was a couple of moments that were, you know, things where I needed him to listen or I needed him to be there and I didn't say anything. And then that following weekend, I was in excruciating pain. And so this is something that comes from what I understand, from what I'm learning, it comes up. Some things come up as you start to move this old emotional storage, basically. And then you catch yourself in a situation. That's what's funny is now if I don't express my feelings, I don't express that emotion or allow... It's not even that I have to like call somebody up and let them hear my emotion. It's more just letting myself in, a, in addressing it or allowing it to exist. Acknowledging it is probably the right word. When I don't do that, it, it becomes blatantly clear to me that I didn't. <laughs> my body physically shows me pretty fucking promptly like, hey girl... That wasn't cool. That's your old way of being. Let's not do that anymore. Feel your fucking feelings, right? So that was just a perfect example of, and I was like, my God, I'm in so much pain and like for no reason. And it was a different type of pain than I'd been in before. It was like all in my core and I was, you know, nothing was helping. And I was talking with my coach and she was like, well, what happened a couple days before? And we were talking about it and she was like, well, honey. And I go, you're right. I was being a good little soldier. That's what I used to do. I, I reverted back, even after all this time, I reverted back into that state of mind and approached it in that way, like a soldier. And then that's how it manifested. I mean, there was one day during that, pro, during that like a few days that I literally couldn't focus on anything. I was in so much pain. And, I, and then I was pissed because I'm like, where is this pain coming from? Like, it didn't make any sense. Nothing was helping anyways. And so... It's really interesting when you realize and it becomes that present for you and you get to that place where you can start to attach things and realize how you can be proactive um, in preventing. You know, I always call it like it's um, preventative maintenance like you do on your car. That's something about me. Um, if you guys haven't noticed, I make a lot of car references, a lot of repair references because that's just the way my brain works. Um, but I feel like they make sense, you know, on kind of any level, but so it's preventative maintenance in a way when you start to notice these words, like we were talking about, when you start to notice when you're not saying what you need to say or doing what you need to do to deal with something and move forward, instead you're like holding it in and allowing it to become this big mountain. When you can start to notice that and diffuse those situations in the moments, that's some predictable or that's some predictable results. That's some preventative fucking maintenance. And that is the place where true strength and peace exists. That's where balance exists. So when you're able to handle things in the moments and not let them become bigger than they ever needed to be. So big that they feel like you must battle it in order to overcome it. So I hope that this makes sense to you guys. I hope this was helpful. Um, this is something that I feel very passionately about and I could go on and on for hours. Um, I was a little all over the place a bit in this, I feel like, but there were certain things that I definitely wanted to make sure that we covered. So if you have any questions about this further, um, I can share more content or, you know, I can always do another episode too. So please feel free to email me. The email is listed below. It's me, M-E, at jamietherber.com, and I'd be more than happy, you know, to expand or to answer some questions or whatever it is you may need to feel more 
in tune with this message and with with presenting this into your own lives. As always, thank you so much for being here. I absolutely appreciate you. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with someone. That's the way that we get this in front of more people. Share it with someone through a message or if you want to do it on you know, Instagram or Facebook, we would greatly appreciate it. And we'll make sure to give you a reshare when you do that. So thank you so much again. Have an amazing rest of your day and I'll talk to you soon.